Hi, it's me, Dr. Jen, here for Six Minutes of Science. And today I want to begin with a quote from the executive editor of the British Medical Journal. And that is Dr. Cameron Abbasi. And I want to read to you an excerpt from an editorial that he published in the British Medical Journal in November of 2020. And this is what it said. The pol the politiz slow down. The politization of science has enthusiastically deployed by some of the history's worst autocrats and dictators and is now regrettably commonplace in democracies. The medical political complex tends towards suppression of science to aggrandize and enrich those in power. And as the powerful become more successful, richer, and further intoxicated with power, the inconvenient truths of science are suppressed. When good science is suppressed, people die. So that powerful opening was an excerpt in Peter Bregan's book about the global predators. And what I want to bring to us is a research article because in six minutes of science, we're not here to express opinions. We're here to point to good science. When we have good science, people live and they live connected lives. And in six minutes of science, our job is to be that bridge, to do it compassionately and to live beyond the pandemic and to recognize that there are scientists around the world that are recognizing suppressing information and science does not lead to better care for people and better outcomes. So let's point to this research that was published in the Journal of Epidemiology and Community Health. And it was a study that was done in Sweden. And the interesting part of this is that in Sweden, we have had as of the end of November, historically 1 million cases and some 15,000 deaths with COVID. And if we fast forward to now to April, it's been some 2 million cases and some 18,000 deaths. So we do that case fatality. We've talked about it a lot of times in six minutes of science. You guys know how to do it. Um, it back in November, 2021, it was 1.5% of the people were dying with COVID. And now it's less than 1%, it's 0.75%. So it has been reduced by half, which is really awesome. So even though we have more cases, we don't have proportionally more deaths at all. So this research article was about the unequal distribution of people being affected by SARS-CoV-2 virus. And why is it that some people are at greatest risk? And the three measures that they studied, and remember, don't take my word for it, do what we do in six minutes of science, which is go to the research, we share with you the link, and look at it yourself. So in this research, they studied over 326,000 people in Sweden. And what they found is that of those 326,000, 9.1% of them tested positive. Okay. And then of those 9.1% that tested positive, 3.6% of those people had to be hospitalized. And of the 3.6%, 0.5% of them had to be in the ICU. Now remember, Sweden hasn't had a high number of people that have died historically in the country, 
although of the Nordic countries, Sweden has had the most cases and the most deaths, but still 18,000 over two, two and a quarter years isn't a large number of people that are dying, and that's evidenced by that case fatality being under 1%. So this is the important part to understand about this research. What they found is that they compared people that were of foreign descent, that they weren't native to Sweden, and they compared it to the Swedish people. And they were looking to see if there was a difference in terms of the people testing positive, having to be hospitalized, or needing to be in intensive care. And what they found is there was 1.85% times higher likelihood or higher risk that the people of the foreign descent had over the people from Sweden in terms of testing positive. 1.85 times greater risk. Now in terms of hospitalizations, it was 3.8 times higher risk that the people of foreign descent were more likely to be hospitalized than the people that were native. And in terms of the ICU um, hospitalizations needing requiring more intensive care, it was 3.79 times higher likelihood that the people of foreign descent were going to require ICU attention. Now that's interesting. And then it made me curious because that's one of the things that I love about our community is that we're curious. One part of research leads to another part, and we wonder, well, what does that mean? How many people in Sweden are of foreign descent? And what country is the highest area, or what continent is the highest continent that is contributing to the people of foreign descent in the country of Sweden? And that is from Asian descent. So the highest amount of people, foreigners, in the country of Sweden is of Asian descent. So remember, in Six Minutes of Science, our job is to really provoke us to say, well, what is the research saying? Of foreign descent are more likely to not only test positive, but also to require hospitalizations. And we know that this is not just the study in Sweden. We know that the studies have been done in the US and in Spain, and they collaborate with the same results. And we also know that the people that have been healthcare workers are at higher risk of testing positive. Doesn't mean that they're more likely to die, but they're more likely to test positive, and that makes sense because they're around the people and they're caring for those people and they're at greater risk. So in terms of where we started in this conversation, and when we look at that statement about good science, that we are recognizing that we in Six Minutes of Science are committed to providing good science. And we do that because suppressing good science causes people to die. And we want to be the community that compassionately are connecting with the, the world to make sure that we're living beyond the pandemic together and we're doing that successfully. So I hope that you look at the research. I hope you recognize who are the people at greatest risk. Remember the survivability information. This is also an interesting fact. So this study in Sweden was of the median age was 43. So that age, remember what the statistics said, 99.99% survivability for people that test positive with COVID that are under 40 years old. And the overall survivability, 99.74% of all ages survivability. 
So again, we have to recognize this study was not looking at deaths related to this. It was looking at people testing positive, people needing hospitalization, people requiring ICU attendant. And what it said is that people of the foreign descent were more likely to require more attention. So I hope that that helps us. I hope that it helps us to recognize who really is at greatest risk and the recognition of all the people that have great survivability and that even if they test positive, that they aren't at great risk. So I hope this inspires you to share this information. I hope it inspires you to recognize that like everybody else in the world isn't hearing this information. We have to be the ones. We're six minutes of science. We are that compassionate community and we have to help people look at the science, look at good science so people can live and not be dying because somebody is withholding good science. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being the best part of our community. Thanks for sharing this and commenting on it. We love connecting with you guys and please be proactive. Look on our hashtag experience TLC page and, and register so that you can get notifications of our upcoming um, six minutes of science. I think this might be 756 days together. So I love that we continue. I love that we persist. I love that we're they're always looking to good science because that's where we can live and that's where we can bridge and connect with more people. So thanks for tuning in and bye for now.